You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 29. Use this one strategy to delegate assertively at work. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Well, I'm so happy to have you tuning in again. If you're a regular listener, thank you. Welcome back. If you're a new listener to this podcast, then Thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. So it's going to be a quick episode today. It's about a topic that I have had a lot of difficulty with for many years and that is delegation, specifically how to delegate assertively. So a common issue I found with a lot of emerging leaders is that when you are a new leader, you've never been delegated to before. You've always been a receiver of delegation. Other people have delegated to you, but it's rare that you have had to delegate to other people. So you're probably nervous about it. You probably have a lot of fears that crop up around delegation, or you may simply not know how to do it. So we're going to talk about all of those things in this episode today. I am actually aiming for a slightly shorter episode than normal. Usually I record episodes around 20, 25 minutes long. I'm aiming for 15 minutes for this episode. I've had a really busy week, but I still wanted to squeeze in this episode for you because I know it's going to be really, really helpful. Before we get into it, very quickly, don't forget about my YouTube channel. So I share weekly videos on YouTube, which are for emerging leaders. Now, a lot of the topics are the same as what you are going to listen to on this podcast, but because it's in video format, they're slightly presented in a slightly different way. So you might get some different ideas and you might look at things from a different perspective if you watch those YouTube videos. So don't forget about the YouTube videos. Head over to my channel. It's simply my name, Kara Ronan, K-A-R-A-R-O-N-I-N. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you get notified every time I release a new video. And I also share a lot of content on LinkedIn, uh, videos around delegation, which will be following in the week of this episode. So don't forget to join me on LinkedIn to be able to get access to that content as well. Well, let's get straight into this episode. So delegation we're talking about here. Now, a big problem with delegation, many emerging leaders either avoid it or they don't do it effectively. So I don't know which basket you fall into. Maybe you avoid it or maybe you try to delegate, but you don't find it's very effective. It's often because they don't know how to delegate. You know, it's not something you're taught in formal education. You might pick it up through mentors or through other managers or other leaders that you have had and that you've looked up to, and you may have picked up some tips from them, but it's not something you've probably ever learned how to do or ever been taught how to do. But when you don't know how to delegate or when you don't do it effectively, what this leads to is tasks not being done. 
or not being done properly. And quite often what this results in is you having to do the tasks yourself, which again leads to overwork or overwhelm, which is a massive issue in our society nowadays in workplace culture today. A lot of people are are feeling the consequences of overwork and overwhelm. So it's not a good situation to be in simply because you can't delegate or you don't know how to do it properly. The thing that causes your inability to delegate or for new leaders not being able to delegate is usually fear. It's that you are fearful of appearing bossy. You don't want to appear bossy. You don't want to offend other people. You don't want to deal with conflict. You don't want to have the other person retaliate and say no to you and then you have to deal with that conflict. So these are common fears that crop up and they might be stopping you from delegating at all or delegating properly. But as a leader, you have to delegate. You can't do all of the work yourself. That's why you have a team and that's why they are there to help you with the tasks that need to be done. So you need to be able to tap into their energy and their time to help you move projects forward. Now, overcoming fears about delegating is much like overcoming fears about being assertive. I find they overlap quite a lot. And regular listeners of this podcast will know that I am obsessed with assertive communication. I have a whole course on Udemy called the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass, I've had 2,000 students, over 2,000 students go through that course and it is a three-hour course and they have found it so helpful to move their communication from being passive to assertive or even from being aggressive to being assertive. There's a lot of coaching worksheets in that course that will help you overcome your fears, which is what I was just speaking about before. And overcoming your fears is really the first step to knowing how to delegate assertively. Okay, it's the first hurdle that you need to overcome and that you need to step over so you can delegate to your team assertively. And what I share in that video course is basically about writing down the fear that you are feeling. So what's stopping you from delegating assertively? What is the fear that you're feeling in that moment? And then asking yourself, what is more painful for you to not delegate and suffer the consequences, which in this case would be to do all of the work yourself or to move through your fear to delegate and to be a leader? you know, which is more painful for you. So if you want to learn more about that, definitely check out the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass on Udemy for more on this. I will put a link to that course in the show notes, which you will find on my website, www.executive-impressions.com. You will have access to the video courses that I have. And one of those courses is the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. Now, if you click that link on my website or basically any link that I give you, you can access that course at a discount, at a significant discount that you won't be able to find anywhere else. So definitely use the links that I share with you if you're interested in that course. Now, onto the verbal strategy to delegate assertively. So this is my strategy, the one strategy that I want you to use so you can start to delegate assertively. I found that sharing more than one strategy, well, it's really difficult to remember, especially on a podcast. So I'm going to share with you simply one strategy to help you delegate more assertively to your team. And this strategy has three parts. 
It's full of techniques. Every part is very important. You need every part if you want this to work. And it's full of techniques that amplify your level of assertiveness to help you delegate better and to have the other person comply and understand correctly 100% what you are asking them to do. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to say the whole sentence An example of what I would say if I was going to delegate to somebody, I'm going to say the whole sentence and then I'm going to break it down so you can understand the components that are inside of that sentence. So let's take a situation of a common workplace situation you've probably experienced. There is a report that needs to be completed by tomorrow morning. Okay, something really simple. The situation could be anything, but we're going to use this situation as an example for this podcast episode. Now, an assertive way of delegating, of asking someone to complete a report by tomorrow morning is this. Monique, I need you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning. Do you think you can manage that? I'm going to repeat that for you one more time. Monique, I need you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning. Do you think you can manage that? So it's really quick. It's really simple. Now let's break it down. So there are three parts, as I mentioned before, to this sentence. Now, the first part is you start with that person's name. So did you notice I referred to the person as Monique? Because that is her name. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I hear my name in conversation, it instantly triggers my attention. I'm alert and I'm ready to hear what that person is going to say to me next. It's a fantastic tool to use to make the other person feel important and appreciated in any type of conversation, whether it's delegation or whether it's just a general chit chat with people at networking events. If you use their name in conversation, they will feel important and appreciated. Dale Carnegie, he once said, a person's name is to him or her the sweetest sound in any language. And that is so true. Think about whenever somebody has addressed you by your name in conversation, let's say somebody you've just met, it immediately makes you feel like you, like they know you, like they care about you. Okay. So using somebody's name in conversation is an extremely effective way to build a connection with that person, but it is also extremely effective in emphasizing your assertive message. And this is something that I have found through my dealings with other people and the assertive conversations that I've had to have with other people. I found that if I use their name in that assertive conversation, the request, delegation, whatever it is, they are more likely to comply. And it makes my communication sound a lot more assertive because you're directing your communication to one person in particular. It's not vague. You're not trying to hide your assertive communication by being indirect and not using their name. This is something that passive communicators do quite often. It's something I was guilty of before I learned how to communicate assertively. It shows when you use somebody's name, it shows that you are trying to be honest. You're trying to be upfront. You're trying to be authentic as a leader and you're directing what you're going to say next to that person. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is to start with that person's name. Now, the second thing in this sentence is you make your direct request and you say to that person, I need you to finish XYZ report by tomorrow morning. Now, what I say here is I need you to, and using this structure, it's a fantastic way of telling that person exactly what you need them to do or what you want them to do. It's a direct request, it isn't ambiguous, and it is certainly not passive. 
Now, if you were being passive about this, you'd probably say something like, would it be possible for you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning? Or would you mind if I asked you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning? These are both passive ways of delegating and asking that person the exact same thing. But instead of doing it passively, I want you to do it assertively. I want you to say something like, I need you to. I need you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning. That is assertive and that will make the other person feel they have no option in your request. And as a result, they will be more likely to comply with you. Now, the third part of this structure is a question that helps you get buy-in from that person. And what I said was, do you think you can manage that? So this is a question that helps you soften your message. It's a really important part of the whole structure. It helps you soften your message, but it doesn't make it sound passive. It softens it in an assertive way. Because at the end of the day, you're talking to a team member and you still want to have a positive working relationship with that person. That's really important for any team and for you as a leader. You don't want your team to hate you. You want to have a positive working relationship with them. So finishing off your assertive delegation or your assertive request with simply, I need you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning, Simply saying that can come off as a really direct, a bit too direct, and some people might find it a bit offensive. But if you finish your sentence off, if you finish your assertive delegation off with the question, do you think you can manage that? It's a great way to sound assertive, but at the same time, you still sound warm, which helps you foster and develop the positive working relationship with that person. So I'll repeat the full sentence again so you finish this episode with a full idea of what the assertive way of delegating is. And here it is. Monique, I need you to finish the XYZ report by tomorrow morning. Do you think you can manage that? So I'll go through the three steps again. The first thing you need to do is use their name. The second thing you need to do is say, I need you too. And the third thing you need to do is to get buy-in by asking that person, do you think you can manage that? So this is my secret strategy to delegating assertively, and I know it's absolutely going to help you the next time you have to delegate to somebody in your team. It's going to make you sound assertive, and it's going to make you sound confident, and it's going to eliminate any type of misunderstanding or confusion with the other person. So there you have it. I hope you found this strategy useful. Make sure you use it next time you're at work and you need to delegate to somebody. Try it. Try it out and see the reaction of people. If it works for you, then keep using it. If it doesn't, then maybe tweak a few things that you think will work better. And remember about my YouTube channel. So I do have a video coming up on this topic. Uh, There are a bunch of LinkedIn videos as well on my LinkedIn profile that you can enjoy and get a lot more tips from. So don't forget those two platforms. Now, I will be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. 
You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.